Sports Entertain is recorded live at twitch.tv slash baldyandthebeast. Join us every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time and watch the matches right along with us. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Bront. I'm Willem. And we are Baldy and the Beast. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Sports Entertain. Yes. Willem, what are we doing today? Today, we are watching Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho from Unforgiven 2008, part two of the Shawn versus Chris trilogy. Ooh, this is an unsanctioned match. Oh, yeah. So they're gonna, which is weird that it's going on in the middle of the card. Yeah. Um, For obvious reasons, it's going on for people that know kind of what happened here, but uh, maybe we'll get into that later. Later on. Um, So this happened on September the 7th of 2008. In the Quicken Loans Arena from Cleveland, Ohio. Oh. 8,707 uh, people were in attendance. And so essentially this is not too much new information from the last time. Um, so at SummerSlam, Sean came out uh, to the ring to announce his retirement. Uh, because of the eye stuff mm-hmm. and that they were working on in the last match. Um, but Chris interrupted and tried to punch Sean in the face, in the eye, mm-hmm. but he missed and he punched Sean's wife, Rebecca, instead. Oh no. Uh, yeah. I remember this happening from the time thinking he was a huge douche. Yep. Um, so, uh, on August 18th, Raw, which was shortly thereafter, Chris came out and said he had no remorse and that Sean had it coming. <laughs> uh, and I think, let me just think for a second. I'm pretty sure he accidentally potatoed her. Oh no! Yeah, I, I do remember. Like, I do remember hearing a little bit about that. Like, he accidentally like legit hit her, and they were super pissed backstage about it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he accidentally threw a potato. God damn. Uh, so he said he had no remorse, and that Sean had it coming. And then the next week, Sean comes out, says fully to that whole retirement thing, and challenged Chris to an unsanctioned match uh, that Chris accepted. Um, the next week. They had a contract signing. Contract signing things happened. Uh, the shenanigans ensued. And that's essentially where we're at. Like, there's not a whole lot uh, else that's been added. Um, but there's a lot of heat on this. Um, what they have been doing is pretty good. Yeah. I can imagine there'd be a lot of heat going into this because, well, you punched the man's wife in the face? Yeah. that's Usually people look down on wife face punching yeah that's not uh not something that you do on a regular basis so but if you do it every once in a while it gets heat (laughs) ah yes heat the prime reason for punching my wife in the face listen i love kim if (laughs) AEW called me up and AEW was like we're gonna push you as a manager but we need to fake punch kim in the face i'd be like Okay, let's get some babyface sympathy. Like, it is wrestling. Right. Uh, but anyways, right, but like, I, I, do, but... <laughs> I do not actually condone punching anyone's wife in the face outside of wrestling, and I don't think you should potato them either. Right, I was going to say, so, uh, but half the point here is the fact that he went for a fake punch and fucking potatoed her. But it wasn't supposed to be a potato. It wasn't, no, but, but that's not the point. <laughs> Uh, anyways, to get myself out of that rabbit hole before I get in a lot of trouble. Um, <laughs> we opened up with one of Willem's favorite match types, which is like, I think this is like the pay-per-view they happened, yes? Yeah, they, they only ever happen on this pay-per-view. I love these. Like, I love the concept of these, the the championship scramble match. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a cool concept. Yeah. Um, and I remember playing the shit out of it on the games. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we opened up with the ECW Championship Scramble, mm-hmm. which, Willem, buy me some time because I forgot to get up my wiki again. Uh, basically, the Championship Scramble match is just, it's a match where um, every five minutes somebody else enters the match, and then, like, after five minutes of the last person entering the match, the match just ends, and whoever got the last pin in the match walks away with the title. So, yes. like pins can happen sporadically throughout the match and whoever gets the pin or submission um is like the interim champion for the for the duration of the match and then after the match like if they are holding the title at the time that the match is finished then they are the champion it's how brian kendrick was technically wwe champion yep 
Um, so anyways, we opened up the dark match here was, I, I don't normally say dark matches, uh, but this one's fantastic. Evan yeah. Bourne versus John Morrison. What a way oh, to get damn. the crowd going. Yeah. Um, so then your opener was, you had the championship scramble, which was Matt Hardy yep. versus Chavo Guerrero, Finley, Mark Henry, who's coming in the champion, and The Ooh. Miz for the ECW championship, uh, and Matt Hardy won. Given, um, given the competitors in the match, that sounds like it'd be a great fucking match. But given the fact that it's an, a WWE CW match, it was probably not the greatest. I had Chavo in there and Matt Hardy. Chavo. Yeah. Chavo, yeah. Chavo is underrated. Chavo oh. is great. Um, next up, we have a tag team match for the tag team or the world tag team JV chips, which we have Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Legacy, who are the champs yep. coming in, defeating Crime Time. I loved Crime Time around this time. Yeah. Um, next up, we have our match, Sean and Chris. Yep. Um, the next match on the card was a championship scramble for the WWE title, or WWE championship. Yes. Uh, which was uh, Triple H, who was the champion coming in, Brian Kendrick, Jeff Hardy, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin. Um, One of not these this matters. Is not like the other. Yeah. Brian Kendrick. <laughs> uh, I love Brian Kendrick, though. I know, he's but, so fucking good. Um, I think that, honestly, the championship scrambles could do with one more person. Yeah. Um, that's, like, my one little nitpick. Um, so then next up, we have the Divas match, which is Michelle McCool, who was coming in the champ. She defeated Maurice. Um, that didn't last long. It was only five minutes. Yeah, that, that uh, was essentially the piss break. Yeah, before our main event, which was the championship scramble for the World Heavyweight title. Um, so it was originally, let me scroll up a little bit. Uh, I don't know who it was originally supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's 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 very important to mention that this is the Mike Adamley era, where they were just like, th- this is kind of, is it before they were just having ran- like the random people being the, the general manager of Raw? I think so. Okay, so this was just like they randomly kind of brought Mike Adamley in to do some stuff, and that was a bad time. Um. So uh, Adamley actually is in this. So what happened was uh, Cena was supposed to be in this match, but was hurt. Mm-hmm. So they had to replace him. The other contestants were Batista, Kane, JBL, and Ray. Mm-hmm. So Cena was the champion, so there was no champion. So who did they put in? Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho finds his way into the title match. No, 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 no. Cena wasn't champion. CM Punk was champion. Mm, no, he wasn't. Look, look, literally like four flags earlier on the card. CM Punk is asked about his scramble match. Uh, well, well, let me go back up. I just read what I read. Okay. CM Punk. No. Okay. So what happened with this was, so. Oh. Yes. Sorry. CM Punk was originally in the scramble match, but he got taken out by, um, uh, by Legacy and got punted and taken off TV, and then was replaced in the match. So to my credit, I was just reading, and I was like. Uh, I just got to the part where it was like uh, John or John Cena had fought Batista at the last pay per view and got injured, and I was like, "That sounds like a title match." And John <laughs> Cena's not in, and there's no champion. Like, but it didn't say any. Literally says nothing about CM Punk. Yeah, because they tried to like whitewash him out of this section of this title of like the title reign. So I apologize. That was my oversight. Yeah. You, you I just s- assumed you, s- you skimmed through it. You saw John Cena. It's like, oh, he's champion. It's 2008. I yeah. made an educated <laughs> guess. Yeah, well, your educated guess was not very educated. I hate to yeah, tell you. Yeah, it was wrong. Yeah, I'm a schmuck. Uh, what are you going to do, though? Well, well, yeah. I think it's time we let the people know that we are at 4826 yes. on the network. Uh, if you wanted to watch along, uh, but Will, would you like to do the honors and give us the countdown? Yep. Uh, like you said, we are at forty-eight forty-six or forty-eight twenty-six. Sorry, on the network. Um, we're going to go ahead and count it down from five, four, three, two, one. Quick. Um, I some. 
Go ahead. No, uh, you go ahead. Uh, this, this has nothing to do with the show. I find it weird that sometimes they give us the entrance and sometimes they don't. Yeah, it's a little inconsistent, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally random. What I think it is, is um, these are probably rips from the DVDs, and these are just the chapters put on the DVDs. Ah, that's probably... It's, it still yeah. doesn't make sense for why they'd be separated out this way, but that's probably what it is. What a cool set. I like the yeah. little TVs on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, no, what I was going to say is that um, one of us should probably look back at Rebooked from last week so that we can um, figure out who we... See if we can remember who we picked <laughs> for for Rebooked from this match. Uh, so we can yeah, see if can it still that. holds up. Oh, boy. I'm pretty sure I picked... Uh, Sammy Guevara and Nick Jackson. Okay, that sounds familiar. Cause I Do you picked, remember who you picked at all? Uh, pff, shit. I, I have no idea off the top of my head. I know I picked Slick Billy with the Big Willie. It, it, contrary to popular belief, I was the one that picked the one that in that match. I'm working on it. Yeah, good thing it's only a five-minute... Oh boy. You're struggling. Yeah, I know. I I struggled hard with this one. I swear, like, not sponsored by Smartwater, but if Smartwater wanted to give us a sponsorship, fucking hell yeah, because Smartwater's the fucking best. Unless it's produced by Nestle, then go fuck yourself, Smartwater. I I have no qualms with like shitting all over Nestle. Um, who does make this? Oh, it's made by Coke. That's not much better, actually. You're having real trouble finding this, aren't I? Or did I just, like, suck it up that hard, not knowing who to pick? You took a while. Yeah. Oh, boy. They they are. We're having uh, an argument about how good Slick Billy is right now. Yeah, I know. I wonder if I actually did pick anybody. I because I only remember picking Will Osprey to replace Chris Jer- or to replace uh, Shawn Michaels. Did I even pick like you're far into this? Did I even pick anybody to replace Chris Jericho? I don't know. If you said anybody for him, I missed it. I don't know. I don't remember if I did. Right now, we're having an argument over how big Osprey is. Yeah, that's the end of it. Like, I... (laughs) Well, anyway, going into this match, this is the... I, I. if I didn't have anybody before, I have someone now who's absolutely replacing Chris Jericho. Um, uh, anyway, going into this match, it, this is definitely just some hard-hitting shit. It's it's an unsanctioned match, which at, at this point in time, they didn't really uh, do anything. Like, unsanctioned. Uh, what? I found it. I missed it the first time, but I oh. found it. Um. It's really weird that this is actually happening on the car, but granted, this was 2008 WWE, so they weren't like they they didn't really care what their stip, what their stipulation words actually meant. An, an unsanctioned match, a street fight, no holds barred, falls kind of anywhere. It's all basically the same shit. They're all they're still basically the same shit. Yeah, it was even worse at this time though. At least now they like have like some sort of facsimile that they care a little bit about the match stipulation types. Oh, I'm writing down who we picked. We should do this, uh, in the future for the trilogies. Who did I pick? You picked Johnny Gargano. Okay. I'm going to replace that hundred percent. Um, 
So I, I'm excited for this match going into it, obviously because of who's into it or who's in the match. But I also looked some stuff up this morning to try and figure out like what, what pay-per-view this was on and what pay-per-view the next match was on. And everything that I saw about this match was that it was an instant classic. Yeah, well, it's fucking Chris and Sean. Right. Ooh, boy. I, I bet you a dollar these two could still get in a ring and put on at least a four-star match. Oh, yeah. Fucking Sean swinging for the fences on that one. Oh, man. So I think one of the big, just because I see him in the background, I think one of the big, like, misses WWE has had is Taz. Yeah. Taz coming into the dub was fucking white hot. He may not have been a big guy, but everybody viewed him as a killer. Yeah. Well, I think he had to retire because of, like, concussions or something like that. But still, the dub didn't use him, right? They didn't. Well, they they kind of tried to use him to put over Angle, but the fact that they were using him to put over somebody is kind of a shit thing. Yeah. No, what they did, he actually beat Angle, but they, like... Beat Angle the first night, yeah. Yeah. And then I, that was the last, like... The last, like, push they really ever gave him. Yeah. Oh, God, I got some fucking boogies that I can't pick because I'm on air. Some boogies? Some boogies. Oh. Those oh. old TVs. Oh, yeah. Oh, and this is, like, right after they switched to HD, so they're, like, just freshly in fucking 16 by 9 aspect ratio. Yep. I don't even think the last pay-per-view was in 16 by 9 I also think uh, one thing that they should do, and this is something AEW should do to every wrestling company, they should keep those big TVs. You, you can yeah. literally put a high-definition screen in the front of one of those boxes, and I wouldn't care. Yeah. I want the boxes so wrestlers can hit each other with them. Yeah, you mentioned this a lot, but it's very true. Do I mention it? I, I feel like I mentioned it a couple times. I wouldn't say a lot. Yeah, it, it, it comes up like whenever we see like a match like this that's got the older style monitors in them. But it's very true. I'm not giving you shit for that one. But it, like they absolutely should keep those old monitors because just having like iPads hanging around on the desk, not only does it take away from the impact of falling through the desk, it also just makes it look like a shoddy production. Like who the fuck's just got iPads hanging around on your desk as your monitors? Yeah, and you can't hit somebody with an iPad. Doesn't look as well. You can, but it doesn't look like it does when you hit them with a box TV that's fucking a foot long. Right. It looks way better when you hit them with those old style monitors. Yeah. And it like makes again, it makes your production look more like a production, not just like some fucking shit that you get put together. Ooh boy. Got a little blood on his nose. I think he's bleeding from his nose. Also, this is uh, we we've seen we've seen the two different styles of Chris Jericho. We've seen Pants Jericho and Tights Jericho. At this point, Pants Jericho is still better. Yeah, I prefer Pants Jericho. <laughs> you gave me shit last time. Like, oh, you know you're a true mark when you're fighting over someone's like <laughs> whether they look better in pants or tights. I didn't say I disagree with that. I never. I'm just a mark too. Yeah. Just saying. Never mind the fact that the entire internet went fucking insane when Okada came out of Wrestle Kingdom one year in pants instead of his regular fucking trunks. Yeah. Everybody went fucking nuts. Yep. Because that was like the start of uh, Vacation Okada. I loved... That was probably the most uh, New Japan I ever got to watch. I know. Um, Because that was the summer before I knew I was moving. Yeah. So I the entirety of the G1 because I was like, when I live with my girlfriend, I may never have the free time to just sit down and watch the entirety of the G1 ever again. Right. Um, Fucking Okada coming out with a balloon every time and that like remixed version of his theme that just sounded like it sounded like just some fucking trash you hear like at any like weird club. It was just like a trash dance remix of his song and everybody knew it was bad. He probably that, that was probably the point though. Yeah. Like everybody knew where that storyline was leading. Yeah. Like it, it was it was a way to take Okada out of the main event scene for a little while. Yep. 
and have him do some other stuff, let some other guys get over, and that yeah. worked really well. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're about to see somebody uh, put through the table on the outside. Who put that up? Was that Jericho put it up? Yeah. Jericho at least got it out from under the ring. Jericho's going through that table. Probably. Yeah. Oh, oh no. That was bad. Yeah. Uh, God. Sean might. Or no, Sean's going to flex him through. Yeah. Um, one thing that I do love is tournament wrestling and i think oh, yeah. new japan does that better than anybody in the world well because they actually treat the tournaments like they're they actually mean something like having well, they actually do tournaments right well because like so often in the dub even in aew like there'll be single elimination tournaments and that's not how you do a tournament in wrestling occasionally you can but i like I like round robin style better. I don't even like round robin style. I feel like it should be a thing where or there's like round losers. robin style. Yeah, round robin. That's the G one. I I feel like they should be like a two out of three where there's like if you lose you fall to the losers bracket and then you have a chance to make your way back up. Ooh, and then you so like it's two losses to win. So like yeah. if you get to the end of the tournament, like you lost your first match mm -hmm. and you crawl your way through the rest of the bracket and you get to somebody that has never lost, yep. you have to beat them twice yep. on the same night. Yep. That'd be cool. Ooh. Big flying elbow. Jericho selling the fuck out of that one. That looked like I actually hurt. So it's a two out of three falls match essentially, but only yep. for one competitor. Yep. That's a cool idea. Yeah, yep. I like that. I like the guy with the sign in the crowd that said "has been kid." <laughs> well, the the look on Sean's face, like he's got some, he's got some mannerisms going on. Oh no! Fucking Michael's about to beat the piss out of Chris Jericho. I don't know. I do like I like the G one the way it's set up. Yeah. I would love to see the dub do a G one style round robin. Oh yeah, I I I love the G one, but it's one of those things that it could only exist in New Japan. There's there's not a fucking chance that that WWE does a full round robin style tournament. Like it, they they would not sacrifice their storylines. <laughs> Like they sacrifice it enough going into Survivor Series, they would not sacrifice. They not only would they not sacrifice it, they don't have enough shows going on where they could do a full round robin tournament. Ooh boy! For a while, yes, I agree. It would I, work better at AEW because they have a lighter pay per view schedule. Yeah. Um. Because it would, you're right, it would make pay-per-views harder. Yep. God But damn. if you did it with a smaller, like if you did a four-man round robin leading up to a pay-per-view where SmackDown and Raw each did four guys, yeah. they could probably make that work, but even that would be a stretch. You're it, right. It, I don't know if that would work there. Yeah, It with the, with the fact that there's not as many, um, there's not as many shows and there's not as many, many televised shows. It would be very difficult to do like a full round robin style tournament. Um, what they could do is something like um, they have so so each brand gets four competitors to do a round robin, and they have two matches each week. So like on Raw, they've got two matches for the tournament. On SmackDown, they got two matches. On NXT, they got two matches. They could do it that way. Fine. About adding NXT. Then you can get 12 dudes in there. Yeah. Honestly, though, if you're going to do Ooh. four people from each, you could probably do four matches on each. Well, but then I guess that just no. extends the it extends it out to two months. Yeah. It If, if we want to do like a month-long tournament, you'd have to do four from each brand, have two matches on each show. Yeah, you're right. Ooh, boy. Fucking Michaels just knocked Jericho down with a big old haymaker. He's yeah. wrestling in cowboy boots. That has to be not easy. He's wrestling in jeans and cowboy boots. He came prepared for this street fight. Oh, no. Sean already cracked his skull off the back of that steel chair. 
and he just rolled up over it this time. He knew it was coming. Luthez Press. Yep. Shawn Michaels over here channeling his inner Stone Cold Steve Austin. Damn near pulled For out a stunner on him. <laughs> yeah. For an unsanctioned match, they're not using as they're not doing as many weapon spots as I would like. Yeah, they they really should and be doing I, a little bit more. I think that comes down to like you said earlier, where they kind of homogenized all the hardcore matches. Like, the words don't mean anything. Yep. Um. Well, and and this was very much 2008 WWE is shit. Like, full stop. It is like. It's very nostalgic for some people because it's where they like first started watching, but it's a very bad product. Like it yeah. is peak ruthless aggression. Uh, not even peak ruthless aggression. It's like the downturn of ruthless aggression. It's like I don't want to say it's as bad as nineteen ninety five, but it's pretty bad. Um, like pay per view buys were still up. There were good matches here and there, but like. In a match like this, there wasn't a whole lot. the The work rate wasn't near where it needed to be. Well, in this you got like, I mean, this would be prime Kali time. Yeah. Um. Oh no. Yeah. Jer- fucking Jericho just got shot all the way in the face. He ate that whole fucking. Uh, he ate the whole fire extinguisher spot. You could see some frost falling off his beard. Oh, frosty beard. Old Frosty Beard, Chris Jericho. That's a gimmick we should have gotten. <laughs> Frosty Beard. He did. Beard. Jesus Christ. He ate that shit. Yep. I hope it didn't get in his eyes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that feed into the story because, you know, he knocked out Shawn Michaels' eye. Um, but no, the, the, the work rate and the work style at this time was very much a, like... It didn't quite know what it wanted to be because it wasn't as edgy and like interesting as the Attitude Era stuff, and it wasn't nearly as bloody and like bloody and trying to be something new, like the beginning of the Ruthless Aggression Era. This is right around the time when they really tried to kind of market towards kids because this is when Cena yep. was at his peak. This is when like they had big cartoon characters like the great Kali and stuff like that. Which makes me mad because Vince doesn't learn. Yeah. His downturn in the nineties was caused by bringing in cartoon character, too many cartoon characters yep. that were, and too many guys that were just huge, huge dudes Yep. They're, that they're downturned his sex. business. To the point where they had to do the Attitude Era stuff to turn it around. Yep. Makes a ton of money doing that. And then he's like, you know what we should do to replace this? Let's do that shit that wasn't working in the first place. It's like... We get, we gotta sell the kids. Kids don't got money, Vince. Yeah. Their parents do. And guess what? <laughs> Their parents... Parents, <laughs> parents like, don't want to watch wrestling. So if you market to people like us and we have kids... Yeah, my kids are probably going to end up watching wrestling by proxy. Should I ever have them? Well, I mean, because you, watched, I'm going to be watching wrestling. You watch wrestling by proxy. Like your your dad yeah. watched it, and you watched it because of your dad. Yeah. Oh God! And why is Lance Cade? Why is Lance Cade wearing a fucking like sweater? Why is Dad Cade coming down to the ring? Now, my mom ended up putting a stop to it because she didn't think I should be watching the Attitude Era stuff. Right. I wouldn't do that if I had a kid. Maybe if it got, like, as bad as some of the Attitude Era stuff. Like, AEW now, I'd let my kid watch it. I have no yeah. qualms with that at all. 100%. The worst thing's going to happen on AEW is Chris Jericho's going to say his weekly shit word. Yeah. Um, Jericho's got a big old cut on his elbow, and it's bleeding all over the damn place. Oh! What a huge lariat. Dad Kate over here turning Sean inside out. Like, freaking for real. Lance Cade, did you just, like, come from your kid's student-teacher conference? <laughs> like, you're in a, a sweater with, like, a button-up shirt and a tie underneath. You're wearing, like, nice dress shoes. Who are you? 
This is the guy that used to team up in the redneck tag team yeah. with Murdoch. Come on, Dad, Cade. What you think you're doing? Is he, like, trying to be mini Chris Jericho? Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. And that probably isn't his fault. Right? That's probably creative. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. God, it, it's just, it's so off-putting. Like, why wear that? Like, like nobody... I don't know. I, I don't know the rest of the story of the card. I don't know if he showed up some other time on the card. I don't know if there's like a weird kayfabe reason as to why he's dressed like he just came from a student council meeting or a student parent teacher conference, he's, whatever the fuck. If you look at his hair, he's definitely trying to, that's a very Chris Jericho. That's hairstyle. a very Chris Jericho hairstyle. Um, and again, that might be creative. I feel like, again, they should let wrestlers wear what they would wear. Because it will feel more cohesive. Yeah. Instead of just like coming out in a uh like a a a, a merch shirt or like yeah. just in in their gear or something. Now, occasionally or if if done right, if your merch is done right and your wrestler wears it, then yeah, that makes sense because the, again their merch should be something that they would wear. Right. Is that kitten? Hello, little kitty. Oh, is your kitty hanging out? Uh, she she popped the door open and then decided uh, to hell with dad. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. Oh. No, now she's in. My doggo didn't decide he wanted to come hang out with me today. You gonna come hang out with dad or are you gonna go lay on the bed? You wanna be on the stream? I think I think doggo went to go lay down with Katie because she's going to bed. Oh yeah? Yeah, she gotta work tomorrow. Oh, that is a nice cut he's got on that elbow they just showed off. Yep. Oh, boy. Just keep working this arm. The people of Cleveland, the fine people of Cleveland, Ohio, are not enjoying this. No. It's going on. Like, it's going on a little long. It's kind of overstated its welcome a little bit. Like, it could have done without everything with Landscape. No offense to Landscape. No offense... R.I.P. Lance Cade, but for real. Like, <laughs> Lance Cade feels so fucking superfluous to this match. To, to this whole feud. Like, I don't understand. And here's the thing. is Jericho has proven recently that if you just give him a mic in ten minutes, he can make you believe that he's with people for a reason. Yeah. Kate. He literally got the inner circle over in fucking no time. Katie tried to bring me the doggo, and he, like, immediately turned around and walked back out the door. Hey, Kathy. You know, let daddy pick you up. I made sure actually coming towards me. Hold on. Come here. Let me. You're going to bring on the kitty. I'm going to get the doggo. Hold on. Come here, puppy. Come here, puppy. She pulled my headphone out, and she's not going to stay here long because I know my cat. So we'll be we lucky go. if we can get 20 seconds out of her. Let's see, let's see if I can hold on to Wilson for a little bit. Hi. Say hi to the stream. Say hi to... Here, you want to see Willem's doggo? Look. Look. He's just kind of being good. He's being a good boy. Look at this doggo. Look. Oh, nope. She's also, out. We, uh, we completely missed that uh, Sean just waffled Chris Jericho with a chair, and he fell off the middle rope through the table on the outside. I'm, I'm trying so hard to like call the rest of this match with the doggo on my arms. We're doing important things, like showing the world our pets. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, no. <laughs> he just fucking one armed that he chair. Holy shit! One handed this chair and like there was no projecting Chris oh, on no. that. Jesus, he He's like, man. He's like, you wanted to tell the story of I only got one arm. I'm gonna use my other arm. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you can hear Chris in pain. He's like, oh fuck. Why? Oh, that's great. Oh, it's so fucking good. So, like I said, this match it dipped, but it, it, it is officially picked back up. Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't want to say, like, no offense to Lance Cade, but he just did not fit at all. Like, he feels so shoehorned into this feud. And I don't yeah. know why. Like, it doesn't even, make any sense. The, the only... Even in my research, 
the way that they had him in was because he didn't want Sean to turn on him. Right. Like Were it, him and Sean in a short tag team before this? Because other than that, it doesn't make sense. Right. None of this really makes a whole lot of sense. The only thing that I can think is the, the only reason Landscape is there is because they tried to make this a vehicle to, you know, give a little bit of shine to Landscape. And you're not going to be able to put shine on Lance Cade when he's interfering in a match between Shawn Michaels and Chris fucking Jericho. And here's the thing. Maybe you could, but you have to tell the story of, okay, Shawn and Lance are teaming up for like three months. They start to do good things. They're starting to gel. And then this Chris Jericho stuff happens. And then Lance Cade's like, you know what? He's right. He turns heel. And then it makes everything feel organic. Yep. Ooh boy, we're about to see a huh? uh, we're about to see a Jericho sandwich between HBK and Landscape. And the way that uh, Sean put him on over there, all I could think in my head was, "I wanna kiss you all over <laughs> and over again." <laughs> oh, oh no. he's going up for that big elbow. Yep. Oh, how has nobody damn. ever had that be their finisher name? The L blow. The L blow. It. it <laughs> I don't know. It, it sounds a little forced. And it, like, it should be an easy move for sure. <laughs> the L blow. Man, Jericho or fucking Sean, he's over here. He's legit crying. Like he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. So a cool thing they're doing um, presentation-wise, if you look at the background, they've utilized those little screens to like yeah. have a picture of Sean and then the words versus and then a picture of Chris. I like that. That's yeah. kind of cool. They're uh, they're promoting the match a little bit extra by like via the set so that they can. Yeah. Uh, it ju- it just it's good use of real estate. That that's the only thing that I can think to describe it as because that's what it is like they're they got that little extra thing like they're using it for their displays and stuff like why not use it for something like this yeah also jericho is like a thousand percent bleeding the fuck from the nose sean's got his belt out and he's about yep. to go whipping yep but ooh, bad boy. chris jericho he whipping the piss out of jericho God damn. And Jericho doesn't have a shirt on. Nope. Nope. Hit him in the butt. Yeah, Jer- he's even got his pants pulled up a little bit. Hit him in the butt. Smack him across the butt, Sean. Hit him in the butt. He ain't gonna do it. You oh, what? you can oh, see God. his leg bleeding a little bit on he's the back from the those back. shots. That uh, that belt might be a little uh, worn a little bit. This like this taking a lot of the big punishment in this match. Oh yeah, well to be fair, I think Sean took a lot of the big punishment in the last match because he yeah Sean Sean bled like a motherfucker. He got the fuck kicked out of him by Jericho, and they had to end the match in a nothing. Like they had to end the match in a um, like they tossed it out because of like Sean couldn't compete. And Chris is getting his comeuppance a little yep. bit here. That's the uh, not that that would last long. No. Um, him and his comeuppance. Um, because I, I feel like it's not too much of a spoiler. People go look it up anyways. Yeah. Chris walks out of this pay-per-view the champ. Yeah. It's, after the match. It's a little, like, it's very weird booking. If you If you look, okay. So this feud, this feud goes not with this, not with this match in particular, um, but the story from this lasts from here through Mania, because like it starts with th- there are a lot of moving pieces in this whole feud. Now that I think about it, um, because it starts Jericho Batista with or no Jericho or Batista Sean with Jericho as the the special guest referee. And then it moves to Sean Jericho, which is what we're watching right now. And then it moves to Jericho Undertaker, I think. And then, um, oh, is that, oh, this is the same finish. 
Why are you throwing this out? This is an unsanctioned match. What the fuck? What a shitty finish. Yeah. It made sense in the last match. This it does is... not make sense in an unsanctioned... It's like fucking the Hell in the Cell thing they did. What the shit? Throw out an unsanctioned... This is bold. This is shitty booking. Yeah. This is very 2008. It's shitty booking. Well, that's the match. Like, what a downer to end the match. I know. Like, I I got it. I understand for the first one, but you've literally for two matches out of two out of your three matches, you've done non finishes. Granted, it's reversals of the non finish, like. Jericho took Sean out the first time and Sean took Jericho out this time. But come the Still, fuck come care. the fuck on. Have real finishes in these matches. Oh boy. Uh... So, given all of that, given that we just shit on the finish like it was a fucking clean toilet bowl. Um <laughs> what's your rating of the match as a whole going into this? Um my okay like i was enjoying the match i was gonna give it about three and three quarters to about four stars yeah we'll go three and three quarters um but that finish just is a bummer that brings it down to three and a half for me and i think that's being a little generous that finish was dog shit i i'm exactly the same spot that you're in like it was about a three i would say three and three quarter stars and then that finish took it down to three and a half like it was great it was fun to watch leading up to the finish and then the finish just boo yeah you know what time it is though now willem it is time for rebooked the series no it's not what is it no it's not it's time for hot tagline hot tagline i want to try it real quick okay sorry hot tagline what's yours Three words or less that encompass this match. Um, so I think, and I, I, I just want to try this out. I want to see if this is, if this works. Um, but let's go with, I'm kind of going to do it in, for this one, in three parts. So we're going to do, um, starts out super hot, and then the middle, we're going to go hot, and good spots disappointing finish that's what i'm doing hot good disappointing yeah okay let's skip this segment no i've got what i thought (laughs) well no just think okay three words i can describe this match my my three words um restaurant quality dog shit yeah because the first half of the match is good yep The first Not half, even the, half. The first like three the first like probably three quarters of the match was very good. Um even the landscape stuff even was even the landscape stuff was like was okay. And then like the finish was just restaurant quality yeah. shit. Yep. Yep. That's my three words. Not good. Nope. Alright. So now now we are into the next, the other portion of this that we're trying to do. Um, so we're going to go into Rebooked, the section of the show where we take the match that we just watched and rebook it with um, modern-day competitors to see who could have done this match as good, if not better. And this is part two of this because we, we did the first part of it last week. Um, your competitors were, who were they? I had Nick Jackson as Sean and Sammy Guevara as Chris. Okay. I had uh, as Chris, Johnny Gargano, and then as Sean, uh, Will Ospreay. Um, since this is week two of this, what we're going to do is we're going to see, we since we just watched this match, um, the part, the second part of the series, we're going to see if the, the, the people that we picked still hold up as the people we're putting in this match. I know I'm changing one of mine. Are you going to be changing anybody? You know, honestly, I don't. I don't know who would do this much better than Chris, or much better than Sammy. Um, 
The only other thing that even comes to mind is MJF. And I, I still think Sammy would be better for this type of stuff. Well, motherfucker, you got my, my change. I'm changing fucking Johnny Gargano to MJF. Because that just, like, feels a lot better as far as this match goes. So At you, least we were on the same brain like. Yeah. Uh, so your, your rebooking for this is uh, Sammy Guevara and Nick Jackson. And my rebooking for this one is MJF and Will Ospreay. Um, again, the reason that I'm changing mine is mainly because I, th- I, I couldn't think like it, it, I wasn't thinking of a lot of um, better heel wrestlers. Johnny Gargano is kind of a, like, I don't want to say a preening shit, but he's kind of a, like, he's very athletic. He's very great in the ring, but he's a whiny asshole. And that's his whole heel character. Um, and MJF oh, yeah. is just, he's the same quality as Chris Jericho on the mic. He's, probably about the same level of skill as Chris Jericho in the ring as far as his overall ring quality. He's probably this generation's Chris Jericho. We'll see if well, before we say that, we have to see if he can reinvent himself. Well, we'll we'll see if he can reinvent himself in one way shape or form. But at he's he's very close at this point. That's that's to me Chris's calling card. When I think of Chris Jericho, I don't think of like not that his matches aren't great, but I don't think of like great matches. I don't think of great mic work. Not that his mic work isn't great. When I think Chris Jericho, the first thing that comes to mind is reinvention. Is okay. So reinvention is another is one thing. Another thing is being able to get anything over. Uh, and MJF got over a whole bunch of shit. Like he got over that whole uh, like the make AEW great again campaign or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Um, He's gotten over a lot of stuff. You're not you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. He got a Burberry scarf over. He, he got a Burberry uh, scarf over. He got yeah. he got the diamond fucking <laughs> the AEW diamond ring over to the point that they had it in another match the following year and they still gave it to him. Yeah. The dynamite diamond they, ring. That's what it was. When they did it the first time, I was a little like, ah, this could be hokey. And the way they did it was so good. Yep. And yeah. He got you're right. The, he got the dynamite diamond ring over. Um, so that's that's another reason why I'm replacing Johnny Gargano with MJF. So now that we got that out of the way, um, do we have anything else that we need to talk about today? Um we can announce our Thursday match yeah. if I can see it. Well, while you're looking uh, for that, um, I do want to, you know, give a quick shout out to to Brunt over here for, you know, holding it down and in his off time, you know, doing some cyberpunk streams, really trying to grow the channel a little bit. Thank you so much for doing that. You streamed for five hours this morning on your day off. Thank you for doing that. Um, I had to do it. Yep. Would have been playing cyberpunk anyways. Well, there you go. You would have been playing it, but you know what? You did. You you played it more for the channel, I guess. Also, um, another shout out. Um, I don't know why. I have no idea why it's still growing, but the the Stone Cold versus Triple H three stages of hell match we did uh, two three weeks ago. That match is almost at two hundred views on YouTube, if not at if not above two hundred views. I haven't checked it yet, but thank you for watching at least. Th- thank you to everybody for finding and watching that video. Um, yeah, or finding and watching any of our videos because. We're still very small, and having at least one of our videos have almost 200 views when we're at the point that we're at right now, it really, like, it, it just kind of hits, hits hits me in the warm places. I did not expect um, that match. Willem? No. I'm glad to say live on stream we're at 201. We're at 201? Fuck yeah. Yep. Holy shit. 201. I did not... When we did that, I didn't expect that, you know, uh, not to say that this was success, but to me it is. I did yeah. not expect to be this successful this early on. That's great. I, I, I would never have expected, like, especially just that match. I would never expected that one in particular. I don't know what happened with that one. If we caught search engine optimization, if it was something with 
the thumbnail if fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin is just so much of a draw that he can draw 200 views to our little channel. Who fucking knows? But thank you everybody for watching that video. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. So what is our Thursday match going to be? I got all choked up with the thing and I put my book down. Um, <laughs> we're going to be doing uh, Shinjiro Otani versus Eddie Guerrero from Starcade of 1995. Yep. Sounds a little obscure, but everything that we've seen on the match, it looks so fucking good. Yeah, it was well-rated, um, and it's, like, 95, Eddie. Like, yeah. it should be a good good match. And that will be, um, just to throw this out there, our last Thursday match of the year. Yes. Um, we're going to be doing that match, and then next Tuesday, we'll be back for Sean Chris 3. Yeah. And then we're going to go ahead and take the rest of the year off to spend time with our families. Yep. Um, and we will be back recording live on Twitch on the 5th. Um, I won't reveal that episode yet. Nope. Um, but that will not go up on YouTube until the 12th. Yes. So for the way, like, like, like you just said, the way that our break is going to work because we record these a week in advance. Um, our last recorded episode is going to be on Tuesday, the 22nd, and then the, it'll subsequently go up on the 29th. Um, and then our, again, once again, we're going to be recording again on the fifth and then that one will go up on the 12th. So after next Tuesday, if you come and check us out on Twitch, like JD, you were in the chat earlier. Thank you for coming to hang out. Um, if you come and check us out on Twitch, we will see you back on the 5th after next Tuesday, obviously. We will still be here this coming Thursday and next Tuesday. Um, but if you check us out on Twitch, we'll be here on the 5th. If you check us out just on YouTube or you listen to us on the audio podcast, we will be back on the 12th. Um, yep. So anyway, now that I've kind of said all that, um, I think it's apropos to go into the outro. Um, unless you got something else you want to bring up. I do not. Nope. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for coming out and checking us out. Um, if you haven't already, check us out in the description below for all for all of our socials. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube, all those places. Um, if you haven't already, give us a like and subscribe in those places. We really, really appreciate it. Um, if you don't feel like looking at our beautiful faces and you just want to listen to the audio podcast, check us out on Anchor or Spotify or anywhere that our audio podcast is available. Once again, links in the description below. We will be back this coming Thursday uh, for Shinjiro Otani versus Eddie Guerrero from Starcade 1995. It's about to be a banger. We will see you then. Thank you so much for coming out. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.